Caxton Street, home of Suncorp Stadium, Lefties, Gambaros and the Caxton Hotel on 104.5 Triple M and the Listener App. This is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Triple M Breakfast. Oh, good code word. Great code for... What is it? Um, <laughs> yeah, say it again. Wasn't it a fleas dick? Fleas Flea, dick. we had a smaller dick than a bee we discovered. But two of them. Midgey. Yeah, Midgey have a dick? Yeah. It's such a harsh word, isn't it? Dick. Cock. Cock's harsh. What do you dick. prefer, Willy? Penis, Willy, doodle. Get your Willy out for some Rudy Tooty. To Willy. <laughs> Don't ever say that again. God, my wife. Do you know what it. he calls having sex? Rudy Tooty. Duff yeah. hates it. That's not a turn on. It started I'm not turned the, on by that. No, no but no, I do it to annoy childish. her. It started with root because she hated the word root, which mm. we moved up to Queensland. She heard mm. people saying root. Yeah. People don't, well, really don't they say use it. that elsewhere? Not, not really in Victoria, oh. no. They're oh, all they? too, too fancy for root. What do oh. they say? Fuck. I guess so. Want to fuck? Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> That's so crass. I'm sorry I said that. Yeah, but it can be hot if it's like... In fuck the, me. In, whoa, too much, buddy. Sorry, you've got to... On report and in the bin. Right. Um, B's dick. Text it to 0484101045. You can go Blondie, Alice Cooper, Placebo, Sandstone Point Hotel, Pandemonium dot rocks. So text in that uh, code word. Gav from Stafford. Big names in your workplace. God, we really understood today why we nixed this segment back in the day. This might have been the lowest level big names oh, we had. Rubbish. Has Gav this got a good a bit, one at least? Yeah, well, he saw Trevor Gilmeister buying his meat from Roadie Road oh, Meats for on fuck's Tuesday. Sake. Oh, don't you dare! No. Can you imagine how exciting that'd be if I saw Gilly in at Roadie Meats? I just well, we'd what headlock each other. Which one's he again? Is he the one as part of our the greatest defender choir? in the history of rugby Is league? Gilmeister. You'd call him Mister Defence. Who's the other one that I'm thinking of? I always Peter get them Ryan. mixed up. Peter Ryan. No, who's in the croaky choir? Yeah, Gilly sort of might oh, be. No, I know. Brad Thorne. No. no. Who's the other little? <clears throat> Not Gary Larson. Not Gary Larson. Gary Larson. No, there's another guy, Darren Trevor Lockyer. Gilmeister and somebody else with a name that I always get the two of them mixed up. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Gary, not Billy not Moore. Gary Larson, Billy no. Morton. Shit, Thorny, no. Not Thorny. Who's in the croaky choir? Well, we ben Hunt, Darren Lockyer, Aaron, Anthony Seville. He's the greatest Brad one. Benny Hunt flew out of the blocks, mate. Yeah, mate, we got a really good start. Uh, the few penalties at the start there got us in some good field position, got some tries. No, Gilly's not in there. Yeah. Did someone die recently? No. Oh, He's yeah. also got a long name, like Gilmeister, but not. Jeez. Radonikus. Radonikus. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank Tommy you. Tommy I always get them two mixed up. Which one's which? <sighs> Tommy Radonikus was the first origin halfback for New South Wales and captain of New South Wales in 1980. He's in the croaky choir. Yes. That was right And he at then the moved to Queensland. So he used long. to smoke three packets of cigarettes a day, which is where he's croaky. Gilly is not in the croaky choir. Remember Wasa- but Gilly is a Queenslander or a New South Welshman? Queenslander. Queenslander. Remember the wasabi moment we had mm. on the podcast too where they just got locked in out. No Couldn't, one could think of the word fucking wasabi. Couldn't think of the green Well done stuff. with Radonicus. Radonicus, thank you. That's okay. My pleasure. Marto's Thought on Sport. Um, it's day four of, oh, God, what do we call it? The uh, uh, Drunken Broncos Wrestlegate? We, mm. we haven't given it an official Carry, title. Carrigate? Carrigate. Oh. Renogate. Valleygate. Oh, anyway, we're still talking wrestling four days later, and I Bronc-gate. see Dobbo 
What, what do you want to call it? Are they, are they still Brock. taking full responsibility? Oh, and full. ownership. They, yeah. They've yeah. owned the whole oh, thing. That's good. Um, Dobbo popped up last night. See, it's got repercussions, of course, with the uh, Vegas trip coming up. Now they're going, shit, if they behave like that after mm. a couple of skooies, after a fan day. They can't what? handle the valley. <laughs> How are they going to handle Vegas? They're from... going from Bris Vegas to the real <laughs> Vegas. Vegas. And, oh, it's a big step up, boys. So but Dobbo was telling us on Channel 9 News last night, they've had to re- Really, they've had to sort this out. Well, they need an official document. All four clubs have met with Las Vegas Superintendent Kendall Bell over the last 24 hours where he has given a document to obviously give them some warning. The big three, drugs, sex and alcohol, have all been mentioned to the clubs and the officials as potential temptations. How good is it? In Las Vegas, you reckon? (laughs) Einstein? Whatever Las Vegas is built on. That's they go there. What's his name, Kendall? And he's a bloke. Kendall it, Bell. What is a Las Vegas superintendent? Is superintendent it... of security. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I did see yesterday um, some imaging, you know, movie mm. imaging around the mm. movie The Hangover, oh, which stars Bradley Cooper, etc. But they've actually put Paddy Carrigan, Payne Haas, Adam Reynolds oh, and Reese Walsh God. into the movie Brilliant. trailer imaging. And it says, it just says, some guys just can't handle Vegas, The Hangover. Uh, the is there a man will... going and getting a tiger? <laughs> the Roosters will be over there, won't they? Lindsay Bruce... Collins? He's yeah. one actually. Missing the missing tooth. The tooth. Oh, he needs to be on the God. hangover poster. <laughs> he is, he's pre toothed. Right. So, what did they have to worry about? Sex, drugs, drugs and, and alcohol. alcohol. What about rock and roll? I don't know what happened to rock and roll. Well, at least they've know. got their 12 security cards to look after them. If anyone wasn't listening yesterday, yes, they've got 12. At this stage, 12. they might beef it up a little bit. 12 security guards to keep an eye on them. And got to be careful with this, of course, because sex romps. Mm. Sex romps, that's the big one they've been talking about and the potential for blackmail of these high-profile athletes by young ladies <laughs> in Las Vegas. Young lady, young lady, got your dobe. Look at Molly. Well, rugby um, league and the young ladies. What? Hold on, what? these both go over there. No one knows who the hell they no are. No one knows who they, they are. They just go, who's that bloke? It's Pat Carrigan. Who's Pat Carrigan? Who's that bloke? Well, oh, with, with their 12 security Tedesco. guards around them, it will bring attention to them, right? Oh, they God. just pointed them with one of their painted fingernails and what? go, Google me, love. Just Go on, Google me. Google me, love. What? I'm You're, a big deal back in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a big deal in Brisbane. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so scored. there's going to be American girls what wanting a sex romp with... Uh, well, Travis Kelsey's taken mm. now. So Ezra Mann will go, I scored three tries in like mm. our Super Bowl. And they go, what, you tried in your Super Bowl? Oh, what God. do you mean? Did you win? No, well, but we I play tri- without pads. Yeah. Your name's Katoni Staggs? What <laughs> oh, is that? Then again, Katoni would fit in in America. Hey, oh, yeah, Tony, you're right. Tony. No, it's Katoni. Katoni. <laughs> this is Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Brisbane as... Hey, what about this? Global megastar Pink has been caught up in embarrassing scenes in Sydney that have left locals with egg on their face. What's she doing she in Sydney? She got turfed out of a joint. Well, she's down. She's she's here she's in performing Australia. Performing here on Friday. Performing though. Friday night though, but she's been in Sydney uh, for the last however many days, okay. soaking up all the best that Sydney has to offer. Just you know, getting out about with the locals. Uh, she was out riding bikes down at the oh, Opera classic House. Classic Pink. Getting photos classic. with the family in front oh, of the she, Opera House. Was her husband Carrie Hart? Was he a motorbike yeah, rider or motocross something? Cross rider. Remember when they were out here last time? I think I was working on this show. Um, He did a podcast at our house, Carrie Hart. Oh. 
Because Corey used to have a podcast called Gypsy Tales, mm, something, I don't know, I can't remember. Anyway, famous. it was good. Yeah, uh, well done, God. <laughs> you can't remember it, that's a problem. Hold <laughs> on, so Corey talked to Kerry. Kerry Hart, yeah, well, they were here in town and the guy that he used to do the podcast with um, mm. was big at Red Bull and so he'd done like a lot of video content work with Kerry mm. Hart and said, oh, while you're out, I've got this podcast, What do you talk and to do a it. motorbike rider about? Like, oh, how many flips did well, you do career, yesterday? He talked about Pink and his mm. family. Oh, and, okay. I don't know, anyway. Anyway, uh, they got kicked out of this joint down now in what? Sydney, uh, the like a manly skiff club, like a yacht club yeah. down in Sydney. Um, they had a booking. They'd paid their deposit. They turned up for their booking. All up front. Yeah. She had no ID on her, so they said, sorry, love, rules are you can't come in without ID because it's a club venue. Yeah, oh. it's like a surf club, isn't it? Yeah. Well, in case you win stuff. the pokey. In case you win the jackpot the on the pokey. The Registered Clubs Act or, requires. Or the, the meat trade. Pink would have got it. Yeah. You get the meat raffle. Uh, the Registered Club Act 1976 requires yeah. visitors' clubs yeah. to provide an ID proving their address to gain temporary membership. Fair enough, mate. Yeah. You're over here now. These are our rules. Not like Djokovic found out the hard way. You've got to abide by the rules, mate. Or remember piss Prince you off. Frederick? Mary, you know, he's now King Frederick, married yeah. to Queen Mary. Mary. Remember, he went try to get into uh, City Rowers and they wouldn't let him in, mm-hmm. or whatever City Rowers became. They wouldn't let him in because he didn't have ID. Fridays. Eyewitnesses said, Fridays? Oh, one of those there. Yeah. Not once did she throw her weight around. No. She was really pleasant despite being a little upset that she couldn't come in. It was just a shame. I felt embarrassed for her and that a solution couldn't be found. We sincerely apologise, the uh, the venue says, for the misunderstanding surrounding the ID requirement. We'll be using the incident to improve our processes in the future. So what did she need? Her passport. She doesn't have Aussie Would she ID. have a driver's licence? California driver's licence. Apparently license. she had none of the above. Oh, well. Why would I go? It's so like, sad. Friday, Saturday, she's playing Suncorp Stadium. Yeah. yeah? Yep. Still tickets available because... She's playing Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, I think, here. Two or three shows. Who are the people who go and watch Pink? Pink fans. I've seen it. I've seen her twice. You've had your chance. You don't need to go anymore. Yeah, I've seen her a couple of times. She's She's pretty great. She'd be five years past her. Past a bit. No, she keeps getting around? better. Look at her no, aerial. No one gets better. No trapeze artist has ever gotten better oh. over the age of thirty. What do you know about trapeze? Name your favourite trapeze artist. <laughs> Don't say pink. Evil Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> Triple M Breakfast with Marlo, Margo, and Dan. Barnaby Joyce. Of course, that happened what last week, but it's still going on and on in federal parliament. Yesterday, they were all talking about what it. happened. Remind everybody who didn't <sighs> see it or hear it. He finished. He finished parliament last Wednesday or Thursday night. He had a, got on the terps for about two hours, and then he was sitting on a planter box talking to his wife and fell off and kept on talking while he was lying on his back. <laughs> Photo was taken, and who hasn't done that? I like, think he called himself uh, a few explicit names, yeah. which we can't. He said, "You silly old effing." Well, he said it, he was saying that into his phone, yeah. and he claims that he was calling himself himself that. that. Mm, you haven't yeah. mentioned the prescription meds. Oh, yeah, sorry. He just, yeah, he just made a few. And then, in his words, he was on prescription meds and got assaulted by a planter box. We That's assumed right. that the prescription medication was probably for blood pressure. He has a very red face. That's right. He's a little bit overweight. He was trying to get some of that blood from his top head down to Little Barnaby. Ah, yeah. uh, Little trying Barnaby. Little it's a blue tablet. Up. Yeah, it's done pretty well for him, Little Barnaby. What has he got, like six kids now? Or something? something like that. Mm. And good on him. Potent. And um, i tell you what, 10 or 9, I see last night, they went out in the electorate and, and took the temperature. Life happens to everybody. Whether you're a parliamentarian or just Joe Blow on the street, that's one. So that's I like when our parliamentarians are relatable. You know, like when you know Scott, what's his name, Morrison, apparently crapped his pants. Oh, when he had a poo at the Angadine Macca's, himself at Macca's. Yeah, but how about him with the whip? 
That oh, was right, Morrison yeah. with the whip, Jenny with the margarita tray. So relatable. It was too late by then. That's <laughs> when he was on his way out. There was another bloke said, oh, hold on, I've got a good memory. He probably should have stood down uh, in the light of his previous antics. Does he mean oh, stood down previous. off the planter box when well, you're getting off the planter yes. box? Just one or foot on the ground. Is that when he had an affair with his one of his staffers and left Vicky. his wife? Vicky, Vicky Campion. Vicky. That's yeah. one of them. He's done a few. He's done a few things, but he's real. He's At least a, he's real, and he speaks his a, mind. He's just a bloke. Their boss, David Littleproud, who's the boss of the Nationals, he uh, he made a statement going, "Hey, mate," he tapped him on the shoulder after one week and said, uh, "You might need to have a bit of a rest." After one oh. week, he's going to go home and just think about uh, the pressure's got to him. Just needs to have a bit of a break. I have. Have you seen him? Like he should have got hold of Pat Carrigan's speech and just gone, "I take ownership full, and that full responsibility. responsibility." But he didn't. And then Bob Catter, yeah, he's one of our favourites. Fortunately, they stuck a microphone in front of him and said, what do you Uh-oh. reckon? And just remember that Bob Catter, whenever he's saying something, before he gets to the end, he starts laughing. Yeah. And he goes, oh, he starts talking here. And then he goes, oh, he goes he's going to say, he's going to say something funny. I've got something funny to say. Come on, say it. You want to start checking out politicians when they've got drunken, out of control? You'll have a big list. He just got caught. <laughs> but I ain't spending any time on it. It's every three months. He's lucky a frock didn't take I'm surprised it. he didn't suggest culling. You know, oh, culling start culling politicians. He likes culling the dingoes and the sharks <laughs> and the crocodiles. Triple M. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Hey, um, don't you reckon one of the most talked about things whenever you got together with friends or family over the holidays and uh, in the last few weeks has been mozzies? Oh, yeah. Everywhere. And flies. Flies. Oh, Jesus, flies, you're right. March flies. Even those big March big flies, horse they're everywhere. Fl- what are they called? Horse flies. Yeah. Well, horse flies are... Horse are they the same thing? They're the ones March that, fly, horse fly? They're the ones that bite you a bit, the horse flies. But they're stupid. Yeah. They're really they're stupid. Slow. You can catch them, you can hit them really easily. I went over to Stratty for the first time a couple of weekends yeah. ago at the beach. Horse flies everywhere. Morton the same And thing. I was smacking them, and yeah. the guys that we were with said, no, 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 don't smack them. If you smack them, more what? will come. Oh. Hold on. Mosquitoes. What's that about? I don't know. Apparently, I was like, why wouldn't they go, oh, that guy died if he went over there. We're not going over that way. But he said, no, they let off like a scent to say, help me, I'm in distress. Come help me. And all of his mates come over and help him. This is interesting. Can we come back to that? Because I'm very interested in that. But that John Gerard, you know, the bloke who's chief health officer, replaced Strawhead, he pops up. And he reckons they found mozzies in more places than ever before. It's very concerning that we are seeing a large number of uh, detections this early in the season. With Ross River fever inside they them. test, Yeah, they tested, I think, okay. like 100 traps. And out of 100 traps, 92 of them contained Ross River. Let's return to your March fly theory. Mm-hmm. You're saying, there's somebody saying, you hit them. If which you, you hit they're it. They're easy to, easy to hit because they hang around too long. They let off some sort of a scent or a smell or something mm. when you kill them. Mm which then sends out a signal to the rest of the March flies at Stratroke Island and they all go, warning, warning. All right. <laughs> all right. Can I run this theory by you? Come help. Okay. Soldier down. Yeah, how I, selfish. I if you've died in the field, just, you know If you're I mean? an entomologist driving to the on. university, if you're a professor of etymology, uh, <laughs> is it enter or et? It. Et. et. Etymology. Et- etymology. Entomology is words. Etymology is insects. Oh, have you got that backwards again? Yeah. What, no, which, which you had it around? backwards last time, If you're a professor of whatever it is Say of insects, if you're a professor of insects and you're driving to the university, one triple three five three, or if you've just a... If you're a, a bug a, enthusiast. A, a bug enthusiast, thank you. <laughs> um... Because I want to run this by you. Have you ever seen 
this is the opposite to the March for your March fly theory. When you when you nail an ant, like you squish an ant, have you noticed the other ants come along? They have a sniff and they go, "Holy shit, what's happened here?" And they and they Johnny's go and dead. <laughs> Steve, Johnny, what Steve, Phil, and John Man are down. all dead. Man and then it must be their newsreader goes, "Don't go that way," and they all go, Ooh, "Let's go, go around, around here." Well, so they're the opposite of the march. Well, flies. I don't know. Does anyone know? Or does anyone have a theory on this? One triple three five three. Please help out because I'm wondering if, in the same way, if I get a mozzie and I smash it, can I smear it all over? My arm and they won't come. Have you ever and get me. smelt an ant after you've oh, yeah. squished it? It's weird yeah. smell. It's a weird smell. Well, let's not get sidetracked onto smells. Mm. I want to know if you smear. No. Like if you smear an ant on you, they won't come around. They go, "There's been something terrible happened." Even there. if you don't know, call up and tell Marta that what, works because I want to see him smashing mosquitoes like like Arnie and Predator, smear <laughs> or Commander, just smearing, smearing him under his eyes. Mozzie, yeah. Mozzie goo, but. Well, you're saying that if you smear March fly, if you got March fly on you, more will come, come and get you. They'll come to you. That sounds like nonsense to me. Are they trying to go attack you? Is that part of their... I'm not sure. They don't hang around together. Do they do? come and collect their little man and then they take him away? Um, <laughs> what about the theory that oh, mozzies... No one, no, we, we, like in war, no one goes... No, no, one, no man left behind. No, no man left behind. No March oh, fly. Oh, so there's a March fly with like a helmet with a red plus on it. Like yeah. a medic comes yeah. in yeah. and they drag Like Huxor Ridge, I'm you know, there's that one guy that just keeps going in and dragging the bodies out. Yep. Yeah. Um, what about the theory that mozzies <laughs> yeah. only bite people who have, is it high levels of vitamin B? No, like there low are tra- levels, low of, levels vitamin of vitamin B. So, so if you've Vegemite. got too much vitamin B in your system, yeah, they don't good. like you. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to smear again like commando Vegemite, um, Vegemite under are your you, eyes. Are you guys believers? Like I'll, I'll, I don't mind using Bushman's or Irrigate, any of that crap. Um, do you reckon, are you one of those people who, know, people who you offer it to? They go, oh, toxic. no, chemicals. Te- oh, no, yeah, it's no, toxic. Yeah. So just use well, dead old baby oil bastard. and water. Remember the home remedy? Yeah, yeah but I what? told you about. Oh, I want to mix Dead it on. up. Good to go. No, no, not for me. I'd rather Ross River feed. Yeah, I'd yes, rather mate. get beaten yeah. all day and then scratch work. all night. Uh, all right, one no. triple three five three remedies. What do you think about, season. Uh, what do you think Theories. about that theory of smearing your your body with? Is mosquito? this a CSI Mardo? Do we need to do an investigation? Oh, it's a new know. segment. It's a smeary theory. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's Mardo. good. <laughs> There's a few theories flying around Mardo. Suggestions right. that maybe the horse fly, if you hit it, it then attracts other horse. Nathan and Nathaniel from Wavell Heights, horse flies kill one, expect 10 to show up. Yeah. What, what are they? Is that like a recovery And then effort? Dan in Daisy Hill saying, mm. what, Dan? Um, if you ever go to Fraser Island or Australia and places like that, yeah. March flies are attracted to the colour blue. Oh, my God. Like you know ba- what? A bower we had a blue and white striped cool cabana. No yeah. wonder we had so many of them. Oh. Hey, Dan, what do you, how do you know this, Dan, for first? Um, it was a very old bushy about 40-odd years ago to told me about this, and the same is you don't ever camp up next to the fresh water, oh. like all the freshwater creeks, because Why? the March flies, well, basically the March flies, March flies breed there, yeah. plus also as well they know that everybody goes there for a drink. God, they know. Clever. They're smart. They just, they're smart. And then there's know, midges as well. Do you oh, know the, the horse fly? We're just doing some research, Marto. The horse fly. Yeah, you know what? Why oh, get, it hurts get, when it bites you, Dan. Do you Dan, know what the can, theory? Can you go back to Daniel, please? Yeah, Dan from Daisy Hill. Listen to this one. The mozzie doesn't hurt you as much when it, when it gets in there. Well, it's you don't got know a sharper, it's there, right? Yeah, because it's got a sharper nozzle on it, as in a a needle on its nose. And it's finer yeah. and they give yeah. you a little dose of... Anesthetic, mm. whereas yeah. the March fly has got a blunt 
blunt thing, so it hurts when it goes in and it doesn't have anaesthetic. And they don't do the anaesthetic, which is what why about it hurts. that, Dan? Did you know that? It's called a proboscis. Oh, Jesus. A proboscis. I love you. Are you a professor? <laughs> no, I'm not, but my uncle is. I'm trying to get hold of him for you this oh, morning, my dad. Get on to it, Dan. Hey, listen. So that, that, that little nosy thing is called a vibrosca. Pro, pro, I thought it was a pro, yeah, proboscis. Proboscis? Is that a... Flower? I don't know. Uh, That's a hibiscus. But you can feel, yeah, you can feel listen, a mosquito bite. Is Dan still there? Dan, listen, you know how they say, oh, I just missed by a bee's dick? Now, I'm yeah. just doing my research. Now, the oh. bee isn't the smallest dick around. What would be? The mozzie? No, it's saying flea a has flea. the smallest penis, a but it's got two of them. What's be- What's smaller, a flea or a midgie? Do midgies have penises? Dan, do you, Dan from Daisy Hill, do you know? Fleas, fleas would be smaller. An adult gorilla's penis is only two inches long. Oh, that's not fair. That's what you get for being a vegan. <laughs> oh, my God. Gorillas don't eat any meat. Erect giraffe penises four oh, no. foot long. Four, four foot. foot. Jesus. As he backdoored one Take of these. with caution. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, have we just transitioned? Oh, my God. Yeah, Do you know that the smallest penis Elephant human... six and a half foot long. Oh, my goodness. The smallest human penis is one inch inverted. What? Inside? Back, back inside himself. Where is that transitioning? That's a Guinness World. Record. What year did you meet him in the valley? <laughs> <laughs> it's Mardo and Margo and Dan on Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Mardo, Margo and Dan. Gentlemen, I'm still on the holdout of the mobile phone with our eldest daughter. She's 14 years old uh, and she's questioning whether or not I'm going to allow her to have a phone ever. She's not in the social world. Uh, But with the idea that there might be a resurgence of something that's called a dumb phone. What is a dumb phone? I thought maybe I might consider it. Well, I don't know. So um, I thought maybe we should dig a little deeper into it. So I thought we'd get Trevor Long on because right. smart things, smartphones are a thing of the past. Welcome to the future of the dumb phone, Trevor Long, EFTM.com. Good morning. Speaking as the uh, union representative for the dumb phones, we prefer to be called retro phones or feature <laughs> phones. Okay. Now, are we talking like Nokia 3210 type style dumb phone or retro uh, yeah, phone? Yeah, you, you can go to Harvey's and JB's and buy a Nokia uh, 110, 8210, oh 2660. They still make, but they're, they're obviously modern versions. So basically Nokia is now just a brand. There's a company called HMD that makes these phones and they've made these retro-looking phones, flip phones, uh, candy bar phones, the standard-looking phones, which have all the kind of history of the Nokia phone. They've even got Snake on them Snake, and yes. the ringtone, uh, but they they don't have any of the features of Pro- a smartphone. Price so tag. 129 bucks is the oh. most expensive one. Compared so, to what, Trevor? What's entry-level for an iPhone now? Entry-level iPhone is like $1,300. Yeah, exactly. So this is surely 90% of parents will now make this their children's phone. It's a tough one. It's I think hard. that's the you problem. You can't come is, back from the smartphone. Uh, can you, Trevor? Margo, I actually really respect where you're at with this because you're not completely blocking. You've got the tracking, so that's one thing parents want. Uh, you've got the the phone calls on the watch if you need it. Um, you know, theoretically, the kids aren't missing out on anything now that now that phones are banned at school. So it's really just before and after school. But I look at my teenage daughter, who is 
always in the in the WhatsApp groups, chatting with their friends and things. And I worry that if she only had a, a feature phone, a dumb phone, she's going to miss out on all those group chats. And I feel like that's that's being left out have, of the circle. They still have iPads. She still has a laptop where she can email and communicate with her friends there as well. So are they really getting like what are they talking about? That's so important. You know, it's just all nonsense and I bullshit. Definitely generally, don't want to know what teenage girls are talking that's about exactly in the WhatsApp right. group. WhatsApp groups about everything. But I'll tell you this, I've also seen plenty of drama come from those very groups. So it could well be that not being part of it's one of the best parts of the whole thing. But But you do want to fit in. The most important thing as you go through puberty is fitting in, and that's why you've got to stay in these groups. Yeah, and like it or hate it, this is the world now. Communicating via all these groups is just kind of where we're at, Trip. Yeah, Trip I know, but Trip I'm can't... a part of all of these groups. I mean, Marto, you just said yesterday, I want to get off our WhatsApp group. It's too much. Yeah. Like, you get bombarded and overwhelmed with this, all of this information and all of these things that you've got to be a part of. Mm. Just, I want to be left alone some days. I don't I want any like communication. If you go down the feature phone route right now for yeah. your daughter, you're gonna. it's going to be not long before you hit the smartphone space anyway. Yeah. It's it's going to be six to twelve months maximum. I don't see how you hold out much longer than that. So who's going and to buy so, these phones? Yeah, is there who, a demand? Who, who's buying the dumb phones then? People that buy these are, are the kind of like Margot want to switch off for the weekend maybe because you know you can take your SIM card out, put it in another phone. So actually make this your weekend phone. You know, this whole right to disconnect thing. Oh. I have a right not to get my emails on my phone. Like so, a good detox. Exactly, a digital detox. If you're going on a break or you got the weekend. Get a, get a dumb phone for the family and, and use it across different weekends each other. Trev, can we uh, flip this right to disconnect on its head and go, I'm mm. an employer and you yesterday spent four hours on social media. You've tried to buy tickets to Taylor Swift and you were <laughs> organising uh, uh, and you tried to buy a pair of shoes. Marto's talking directly to Margot right now. <laughs> no, no. Tell it's, what, it's, what? It should be called the right to do work. That's um, right. You Thank you. I'm paying you. you know, uh, imagine we started blocking. Because remember when Facebook first came out, employers would block that yeah. on corporate uh, networks. Yeah, yeah. If they start doing that again, there'll be a right to p- protest in the streets. Mm. All right, Trev. Always illuminating, sir. EFTM.com is the website. Thanks so, for your time, buddy. So what, Trev, Please told us, you just phones. explained to us the perfect burner phone is one of these, correct? Spot on. Hmm. What right. do you need a burner phone for? I'm just saying for drug dealers <laughs> and um, people who are having affairs. Which one are you? <laughs> I'm not saying for me. Mato, Mago and Dan on Triple M. Hey, guys, don't worry. Super Bowl is over, but there has been a touchdown of sorts happen here on the land of Australia overnight. If you're just waking up this morning to the news, Taylor Swift oh, landed no. at Melbourne Airport, 12.45am. Taylor Swift has finally touched down, and you can bet that super fans were at the airport ready and waiting, eager just get a glimpse of their favourite superstar. Now, super fans, did you get, is that audio off Channel 9 this morning? I just saw them. They were standing on. There was about 30 girls, at the fence. 14-year-olds. They're the stupidest people in Australia right now. That You are, if they could hear me, well, that's stupid enough for me to think I'm yelling at them. They're stupid. How dare you? They're stupid. How dare you? Taylor Swift is the biggest thing in the world right now. Do you know what? But the plane landed and then she drove away in cars. They never saw her. The, what? What? She had the, she had the windows, windows down, down, the blinds down in her private jet. She doesn't say, care about uh, you. Hey, excuse me, seatbelts on, tray tables up, oh, put mate. your seats into you know upright position and think, open up your windows. You yeah, why Taylor, do you have to wait? But like, why, do you, do you think Taylor's flying on a plane with tray tables? It's a yeah, but how come we have to open up our windows and she doesn't? Well, She's probably got like a mahogany table or something. You're not hot and blonde. 
Yeah, you're not worth $1.1 billion, Marto. Taylor Swift, she doesn't just make music, Marto. She is music. It's just like unlike any other. Like, Taylor Swift is the music industry. She is the music industry. I mean, she's even got Paul Kelly playing Taylor Swift songs. She's even got Sarah McLeod from the Super Jesus. We made them do that. Birds of Tokyo are on the Taylor train. If you watch the video to that, it's like when Johnny Depp had to apologise bringing his dogs to Australia. There's someone with a gun pointed at Paul Kelly's head in the background (laughs) forcing him to do that. Apologies to Paul Kelly from the Triple M Network, by the way. I know. Apologies to our listeners. There won't be any of that happening anymore. Yeah. But Taylor Swift's in town, ladies and gentlemen, prepare for Taylor mania. Mm. Swift mania. Do you reckon, did she watch last year's Super Bowl? No. She's a fraud. No. She's a bit of a fraud, isn't she? No, she just loves her boyfriend. Are you off air? saying you're not going to buy? No, I just don't know. Fourteen-year-old girls listen to us, so I don't <laughs> give us <her> stuff. <laughs> Motto, Margo, and Dan. You can listen in the car or wherever you can. Triple M Breakfast with Motto, Margo, and Dan. Best burger in Brisbane, Ben's on Miller. Best yeah, bakery well in Brisbane, Logan Village, Family Secrets. Love the community. Country yes. Best style, friends, country village. style. Get it bakery. right. Yeah. Come on, Logan Village, Family Favourites, Country Bakery. Well done to those guys. Now we're on to Best Butcher. TripleM.com.au, nominate and vote. You haven't got much time left. We're going to crown it tomorrow. Just for voting, could get a 1000 bucks. You got the honourable mentions there, guys, before we get to the top four? I haven't got them. Can you read it. them yeah. out? These are the people who didn't make it to the top four. But you've got a but heap, got of, a votes, heap of votes. Well done. Look, if you have some sort of meteoric rise overnight, you could still win, but it's going to take a huge mm. effort. So get it up on your social you've media. You've got 24 hours to get vote. Voting. TMP Organics, Evan and Park, North Stradbroke Island Butchery, Steak Through the Heart, Brendale, Roadie Meats, Stafford Heights, Prestige yeah. Meats, Yamanto, Perry yep. Meats, Winham, yep. Narangbar Quality Meats, Lacan Butcher, Manly West, Hunt & Co in Mogul, Get Butchered Caboolture, Flagstone Butchery, Debra Village Meats, Capalada Quality Butcher, and lastly, Arana Tender Cut Meats in Arana Hills. Well done. Your team. Keep All voting. of those. Arana Tender Cuts are, 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 are like so close to being in our top. Okay. So is Debra. They, got, Debra they all got yeah. heaps of votes and much love, but there's, there is a clear top four in terms of voting. Do we go, will well, we go norm, through it? Normally we d- we've done a top three, but it was so close mm. and so many people voted and showed love for their butchers. We've had to, we've had to spread you it go out yesterday? to four. I went down to Arjuri's Meats at Chatswood Hills Shopping Centre in Springwood. Uh, I saw Gavin, Melissa and their two children who run the uh, butchery down there. Third generation butcher Gavin is at Arjuri's. Uh, Greek family. It stems from the word agiris. Ah. Uh, but yeah. Because right, they mate, moved to Australia. Four butchers they here. moved to Australia. Arteries. And I said, uh, what's so good about this joint? you got to get to know the customers and they, you sort of, they're regulars and these little centres like this, you sort of, it's very personal. So that's sort of how we do it and just sell good meat pretty much. Good, good meat, grass-fed, hormone-free, all the things. Right. Well, I went out to Springfield Lake, Springfield Lakes Plaza, I think they called it, Moe's, all right, Moe's Butchery. Now, he's running a pretty good operation out there. Some of his clients, okay, Payne Haas, Ezra Mam, Ash Barty. Oh, my Pat God. Pat Carrigan. I asked him if there was a wrestling section. Hilarious. Any Lions players? They've got their centre out there. Interesting. No, he didn't mention any of them, but when they hear this. Now, what sets him apart is 
they have they've worked out a way to get into. I don't know if you know, but export quality meat. We send our best meat overseas. Um, I don't. We a lot of people don't realise that he's gotten into that and he pays a bit extra and grabs that because the best two the best two types of meat in Australia and we don't re- we rarely see them are. So we're not like your conventional butchers. We're a breed specific butcher. Oh, sorry. So all our cattle, all the beef that we sell. It only comes from Black Angus and Wagyu. So plenty of marbling. So plenty of marbling. So soft as... Uh, you should have seen it. It's, it's the best meat. You should have seen it. It was magnificent. It was simply magnificent. There were women in there whose husband had sent them in to buy the Valentine's Day present was steak. <laughs> what about that? Oh, I've got to be married to a woman like that. So well, Moe's, Moe's. Vo- vote for them. They're much loved, apparently. All right, I went out to two to cover off the last two from the top four. Super Butcher and Eagle Farm. You I went into to Super 80- Butcher. Yeah, I know. They told me that, that you well, well, by. I didn't know. You, you both went so, to the same joint. Yeah, yeah, but I needed some sausages and On the some way out the door here, someone said, Marto's going to Super Butcher, one of the producers. Oh. I'm like, hang on, I'm going. I think you just wanted to get so, some But snacks. did you go to Cannon Hill as well? Uh, I, yeah, I went out to Cannon Hill too. Here is Joel quickly, though, at Eagle Farm Super Butcher. You walk into an enormous fridge. You are inside you, Did the you fridge. put on the jacket yeah, and the boots yeah, and everything? All. But I stumbled across a very interesting freezer. We're not just talking pork and cow and chicken in the class. Joel, I've just stumbled across a freezer here. Rue, crocodile. Quail, spatchcock, duck. What's going on this end? There's not much we can't find. Yeah, these are things that are are not easily available. So whenever customers come in looking for this stuff, we hunt it down and we we try to get it for them. Quite literally. Bob Catter would be happy with you. (laughs) That's how I prefer my crocodile. Yeah. Freeze-packed. Ready to go. Ready to go and deboned. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing we can't find for people. If it's here and it's meat, we'll find it. Get that on the billboard. If it's here and it's meat, we'll find it. Crocodile's a lot like chicken. I saw crocodile beef jerky on your desk yesterday. You've got crocodile jerky. I didn't even realise that. Yeah, it's crocodile. And lastly, anyway. the butcher shop at Cannon Hill Central Shopping Centre. Jerry and Mike were just the best. You know, we talk about our butchers and just the how top good, How good are butchers? How, how good are butchers? They were so excited, these lads. I'm so happy for them. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Bring it on. Hey? Why are you so popular? Because we're consistent. Yeah. It's just like your um, clientele as well, because Ben's Burgers actually won Best Burger, yeah, and yeah. we supply him. Hey? What's the most popular product? Snags this, at the top of the year. Yeah. What kind? Bacon maple. Uh, bacon maple beefs. Probably our most popular. Yeah. Jalapeno yeah. and cheese. Jalapeno and cheddar, yeah. yeah. Lamb and rose cream. Yeah. We've won the beef sausage in the category for the last three years in a row. Wow. Comes out of personal preference. They're all pretty good. You should have seen the awards on the wall. Incredible. Yeah, what do you put that everything. down to? Sausages this time of year because everyone's had to pay so much money for bills and everything else over Christmas and they're just trimming their meat bill down. Maybe. I did mm. eat some of the jalapeno ones. Mm. Oh. Jalapeno sausages. Unbelievable. 24 hours you yes. have to go. vote for your top four. Super Butcher at Eagle Farm. The Butcher Shop at Cannon Hill, Arjuries at Chatswood Hills, and Moe's out at Springfield Lakes. Could be a thousand bucks. Triple M.com.au for you voting. That's right. And then marketing, an advertising package here at Triple M for the winner. Get it on your social media team. Get it out there. Put it on your Facebook. Put it in the Facebook local community groups. Get Get it it out there. Marto, Margo, and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. They're Brisbane ass. Triple M's $50,000 no-repeat workday back again today. Hey, well done to Chris from Kipper Ring. Caught us out yesterday, heard the repeat. Same song, same artist. Mm. Now a finalist to win $50,000. It was Pearl Jam that was repeated today. So listen from 9am. 
If you hear that repeat, be the first one through one triple three five three. Hey, that youth crime crisis isn't going anywhere at the moment. No. It's again, yes, last night on the news they gave details of how many cars are being stolen. We saw more footage. That you know, Hillary gave me a, gave me a call. My daughter yesterday. That was just around the around about a hundred meters from her house oh, where no. she lives over at Kalinga. That's scary. That old lady who got stabbed in the arm, and then the other lady who got led through a pulled through a house. It's, uh, Middle of the day, someone just everybody. walked in off the street and yeah, just, just started in. walking her through a house. Mm. Give me your keys, I think he was saying. Give me your car keys. Well, yesterday we received an uh, overwhelming amount of phone calls of uh, people having to take, you know, these situations into their own hands where they're confronting intruders, they're chasing them down the street, they're, uh, you know, making citizens arrests. We got a call from a bloke called Scott. He's a gym owner. He owns EMF, all the gyms you might have seen around Brizzy and the Gold Coast. He's ex-military too. So these crims mess with the wrong bloke. Three kids tried to steal his car. They held him down and um, got the, the neighbours to call the police. He's saying, oh, I can't breathe. Let me up. I'm like, I'll let you up and put him in a chokehold and it was dragging him back to my house. <laughs> Little prick ran out of the phone shop with some phones and my owner come running behind and my, I threw me van in the neutral, hopped out and crash tackled this bloke into the ground. Dealing with intruders. One triple three five three. if you've ever had to experience something like this. I did see last night on the news, however, our police mm. commissioner, Katarina Carroll, suggested that perhaps maybe taking it into your own hands is not the best way to handle it. If you don't have the skills, you don't have the knowledge, you don't have the tactics to carry out the arrest, particularly if you have someone carrying a knife, that's like a millisecond your life can change. So, Adam Reynolds, you couldn't mm. take down Paddy Carrigan, <laughs> mate. You are not trained. Stop trying to take Intruders. But if you have the skills and the knowledge and the tactics, if can you go enough, right ahead? I don't if know. If there aren't enough cops around, sometimes you've got to take it into your own hands. Let's have a – give us go a yell, one triple three five three. What's happened when an intruder's come at you? Caroline from Goodna, we'll start with you. Did, did an intruder come at you? Caroline. Right. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. sorry to well, bother you. We, none of us were home. We were living at an Anala at the time and we used to um, – own bull terriers and a friend gave us a bully that was going to get put down because she was very aggressive but her and the husband clicked really well so anyway we're both out and we had a a window in the bedroom that had a chunk of glass out and it was one of the old push-up windows yeah double and and yeah and it had a chunk of glass out of it so he just put a bolt in there so you couldn't open it. Yep. But this particular day, he came home and saw the fly screen was off sitting in the driveway. Yeah. And then he looked at the window and saw this glass, uh, this blood on the glass Ooh. and went, oh. And then he's walked inside and his lady shaking her tail and, and oh. she had all this blood down the side of her mouth. <laughs> and he's gone, oh, no. And then... A couple of days later, he saw the kid walking around the street. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's what phone ringing. Um, saw this bl- uh, the kid with all these hand wires and, and said to him, you won't put your hand through a window again, will you, too quickly? Yeah. Yeah, and the kid just walked away all really quinty. Good dog. Grunting. Good dog. Good dog. Yeah. Good dog. Good Did dog. she get an extra treat that night? <laughs> Lady. Lady in the tramp. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so a dog's always a good deterrent. Yes. They sure are. And you hear those stories about if you've got a dog, when they find maps of your suburb uh, from these in trio people who, the robbers, etc. when they find maps, they have X's where people have dogs. Don't go to that Don't place. Don't go to that go place. To that place no, scope. Got, they do the scoping. Scoping. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just, obviously, a bigger dog would be better in that circumstance, but even a yappy dog's effectively an Man. alarm. Yeah, that's that right. That just sets off the neighbourhood. Lucas ready. and Ripley, good morning. Good morning. 
Luke. Yes. Lucas. Hello. Yeah, hey, Lucas. You're on. Yeah, have Turn you had to take off. matters into your own hands? What happened? Have you been broken into? Have you experienced yeah, huge so, crime? Yeah, yeah, we have. So we were broken into into our house at night time. We were all asleep at Pimpama. We gave all the footage from all the neighbours to the cops. Nothing ever happened. They stole like $10,000 worth of stuff off me. Oh. Then, then that was just before Christmas. Then, you know, I lost work and stuff all over that. Then just the other day in Ripley in the morning, they um, there's more so shouts for the rest of the boys on site to lock their cars and yeah. whatnot, make sure they got their keys on them because I literally just got a couple of tools out of the car, turned around, boom, my car drives away. Well, how, when did this happen? That happened at 11.30 on Monday morning at Ripley on a job site. Monday just gone? Monday just gone, yep. Well, are and you then, in an estate or is there houses all yeah, around Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is all houses all around us. We're in like a one-way in estate in Ripley. It's called uh, Panorama Circuit, and there's only one road in and one road out. So they walk There's cameras in. everywhere. Yeah. Yep, yep, and just grabbed my keys and just drove off with my car. Toolboxes wide open, full of tools, oh, everything Jesus. gone. So they're just going and for then, a joyride, Lucas, are they? No, nah, well, it was on the news that night that um that and my ute was at the Jindalee tobacconist and they ripped off all the toolboxes, ripped off all my ladder racks, my roof what? racks, all my, all my baskets, and then they were breaking into places. And apparently they broke into some lady's house just before that. The, the cops cap it, catch them? No, nope, they still haven't got them. I oh, spoke Luke. to the police yesterday and they said that they haven't even got a felt like anyone investigating it yet. Oh, crikey. I'm oh, sorry, mate. Mm. Can we give Lucas something? I don't know whether we can. Total Luke, Luke what, what sort of trade are you? What, what do you do? Oh, I'm, I'm a carpenter by trade. I build homes. So what are you doing? What are you doing for work? Uh, at the moment, I'm borrowing, borrowing tools. I've, 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 yeah, I'm borrowing tools and I borrow my mate's death trap to get around in. Yeah, he's cut. So, because cause I'm, the, I'm the only income for my family at the moment. Oh. We've got two girls and my missus and so... Lucas, kids, hang there, mate. Go to take care and I stuff, know. So. Hang there, oh, mate. mate. We'll see if we can do something off air. we got partnerships here at Triple M with tool companies. We'll see if we can hook you up with something to, just to get you on your feet again oh, in the interim, Lord. Lucas, before you recover, mate. Hang there, okay? Oh, thank you. You will do. God, that makes you mad. Oh, that's annoying. Marto's Thought on Sport. Listen up, Marto. Can you hear it? The dead man. I know. WWE's The Undertaker coming to Australia this month. Hear all the stories from his legendary wrestling career. Mm. Tour info, livenation.com.au or right now on one triple three five three. We'll do it with Triple M's You Can't Say That After Marto's Thought on Sport and a Song. Speaking of, it is sport time. If you want to meet UFC legend John Jones in person mm. at the Lord Alfred Hotel, also... Call us right now. One triple three five three. You got your choice of John Jones, oh, Bones, yeah. or the Dead Man, the Undertaker. Well, this ties in magnificently with my thought on sport. Okay, you can also, if you want to see John Jones, you can just buy your tickets at lordalfred.com.au. Oh, while we're talking wrestling and uh, fighting, we might as well talk about um, Ben Iken got up and supported. Paddy Carrigan yesterday, I said. Pat Carrigan is a quality human being. We've seen him really come to the fore as a player over the last few years. He's been an important part of the Kangaroos, okay. uh, our Maroons team, and the Broncos is going to be a better organisation with Pat Carrigan in it. Uh, it was a silly mistake. You'll learn from it and move forward very quickly. Well yeah. done. Well spoke. What's he learned from that? Who's that? Well, he said he'd learn from it. What do you learn? Keep the wrestling in the dressing sheds, mm. not on the grasses of the side streets of the valley. That's right. Let's not forget Benny Iken came in. He played in an era where 
uh, anything went. Anything went. Anything. And no there one just had was cameras. no social media no or cameras. cameras. <laughs> Paddy Carrigan has to learn how to shrug off a halfback is what Paddy Carrigan has to learn. Yeah, Adam Reynolds exactly. wrapping him up. Needs That's, to work on the fend. Yeah. A few old school footballers <laughs> just going, <laughs> what happened? What is that? Listen, and on another uh, front, uh, it's on tonight. Sport tomorrow coming to you from the Broncos season launch, a very interesting location. Look forward to that. Thanks, John. Thanks, Very John. interesting location. What's the interesting location? I believe they're going to have it the Wacol Prison. <laughs> they're going to say, yeah, if you play up, this is where you'll end up, you is mongrels. Is that so Haas's mum can be in attendance <laughs> oh, to see oh, <laughs> oh, 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 that's too no, much. No, we never make Disgraceful. jokes about it. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> you are on report. Ashamed of myself. How dare you. Marto, Margo and Dan on Triple M Breakfast. Brisbane has... Triple M's best of Brisbane. We've done bakery. We've done burger. We are on to butcher now. Triplem.com.au is where you vote and register. The winner will be crowned tomorrow and have a marketing package here at Triple M showered upon them. We'll go out and we'll spend some money. We'll shout everyone at their butcher. And you could win a thousand bucks just for voting. Hey, get behind your local butcher. What do we yeah. got? Ardries out there. What do you call that? Chatswood Hills, Chatswood which is Springwood. Yep. Where did you? Where did you go? Cannon Hill. Yeah, the the butcher shop. Shoppy. Super S- butcher. S H O P P E. Yeah, super butcher at Eagle Farm was me. I saw Joel there. Listen, can I just? I went out to Moe's at Springfield Lakes. Uh, can I just run this one by? You? Spe- sensational. I told you earlier. You had some famous clients. Have a listen to this. <laughs> They just need a billboard, don't they, with Payne Haas and just says powered by Moe's. Mm-hmm. I'm not finished. What do you mean? Another one. Oh. Is that all the famous people you got? Just the Broncos? Uh, and what's it called? Ash Barty. She came in here once. Oh only once? Yeah, only no, once. No, no, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Scared her. She lives out that way. She's at Brook. What is it? Brookwater. Right next to the Springfield Lakes. What about those ones? Do you remember when we used to run this? Big names in your workplace. They're all over the place. The big names in your workplace. Seems we haven't done that for a while. Then we said we've run out of big names. <laughs> There's no more big names. Because We'd listed every <laughs> football player, <laughs> AFL and NRL, that Brisbane uh, had to offer. Right, we, we got a couple of reds thrown in there at one can stage. Can we bring in, once only, can we bring in? Can we bring it back? When somebody said they saw Kevy Walters running yeah. up the road at Red Hill, we were I, kind of like, okay, it's time to let it go. Oh, no. I remember when they were talking about your husband. Have you got that one? Yeah. Oh, no. We were having a marketing day and Michael Voss came into the club. Michael. I was out at a work Christmas party. Yes, at righto. At the German club and Margot's husband couldn't get in because he wasn't a member. I was working at Adelaide Roadshow Studios. Biggest would be after Jason Moana out of Aquaman. Jason Moana? Whatever his name. Momoa, isn't it? <laughs> Jason Momoa. I think that was the day we said, all right, we're not Time doing this anymore. But we're, let's give it one go. We want low-key, right? You know, if you've seen... Six more songs! We'll take, we'll take Alfie and the Caxton. You, you, your local TAV. Celebrity spotting. Where have you seen them out and about in the wild? Big names Have you got a prize? Place. you got to reward people. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll send you along to a meet and greet. Alfie will bring you a can of Red Bull. Big names in your workplace. Mm-hmm. Jake in Gumdale. Who have you got for us? One, triple three, five, three. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, that was Jake's a good one. Yeah, yeah, Jake nice. Unbelievable. Well, uh, welcome to the show. Andrew in Caloundra. <laughs> Who did you see? 
Hey guys, um, I work in a humble server and I saw Guy Sebastian and sold him a potato scallop. You sold Guy Sebastian a potato okay. scallop? Oh. I did, and he said it was very good. Chicken salt, normal salt. Oh, oh hold uh, on. Chicken salt, sure. Chicken salt, so sure. Sebast- Sebastian, so Guy Sebastian didn't take it back to the car. He ate into it and gave you immediate feedback on your potato he, scallop. He took his first bite there and went, guys, this is excellent. Great on my special cooking method. You'll They're never forget that. People. You will never no, forget. You'll tell your grandchildren about that moment, Andrew. Stephen mm. and Moggle, big names in your workplace. Yeah, I um, used to work for Infinity Cars in the valley there, and that was when Daniel Ricciardo was driving for Red Bull. Came in and picked up a loan car. Hold on. Play Do what? you mean? Play the it. Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel. This one. Him? Play it. Come on, Dan. Right. Don't be scared. Yeah, play it. Go on. You Ask guys can have me. a meeting with Jamie after all. Come on. Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. Yeah. That one? Yes, him. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Hey, was he nice? Yeah, mate, he's a legend. He's the nicest bloke you'll ever meet, and he's a larrikin. Car ambassador for Infinity, Stephen, or was he buying? No, he um, Infinity was a part sponsor with Red Bull, so yeah, he just came in. When he was brizzy, he picked up a line half of the day. That's what they do. Mm. That's what they do for celebrities. They just go around and just give us a free thing. Liam in Clear yeah. Mountain, any uh, celebrities looking for free things at your work? Well, I've seen Robbie Cruz. Robbie Cruz, oh. striker from the yeah. Socceroos, the Subway Socceroos. Oh. Yeah, the left winger. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, sorry, who Robbie Cruz was. Jeez, <laughs> uh, where did you here. see him at, Liam? Where were we working? Oh. Uh, I worked for Woolworths Warner. Oh, and what, what was he getting? Just doing his general grocery weekly shop. Oh god. Yeah, because his um, mum is a co-worker of mine. Oh, his mum is a co-worker. Wow. Oh, cute. Say hello to Mrs. Cruz for us. Yeah. We'll push on. Grant in Tingalpa. Where were you working? Uh, Who did you good, see? Good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. You too. Uh, many years ago, when I worked at David Jones. I had the pleasure of serving Mick Fleetwood because he wanted oh. to buy some stubby shorts. Is that some Fleetwood stu- Mac? The drummer. <laughs> and Fleetwood Mac. Some, so, yeah. some stubbies. Jeez, imagine him Very drumming stubbies. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. and Agat would fall out yeah. of size. Oh, You'd oh, pop a scallop in those stubbies. Did he buy any undies? Hopefully Guy Sebastian didn't take a bite of that scallop. Darren in Rochdale South, good morning. He said it was very good immediately. Safety. Dazza. Darren. Hey, how are you, mate? Hey, Darren. everyone had a better phone line this morning. Darren. Who did you see? Where were you? My name's Lena Jolie. I'm a set of Van Dozen. All right, Daz, have another beer, brother. And DJ on the side goes. He said Angelina Jolie. He's trying to wrap it up. this is insane. We're Team Aniston here. DJ and Sunny Coast, how are you, mate? Bring it. I'm well yourself, guys. Bring it home, DJ. Where were you first? Where were you? Mate, we're on the sunny coast, but uh, the Sunshine Coast Bunyas, they had a rugby league carnival up here last Friday night. Yeah. And uh, we oh play, God. and uh, we played the. Darren Lockyer. We're in the. No, nah, not Shane quite. Wicking. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. No, no, no. This is a blast from the past. The Moon Brothers, Jason and Joel Moon, pulled oh, on a jersey. Were they playing for the Sunshine Coast Bunyas? Remember Joel Moon? Did he play for the Warriors and Broncos? Who's Jason Moon? Jason played for the Broncos too. Jason was the taller, older brother, wasn't he? That's right, and he is a monster. Monster. And that is a fresh reminder of why we can't stop this segment. That segment. (laughs) Triple M Breakfast. Margo and Dan on 104.5 Triple M. 
Hey, story in the Kurumal today about uh, cops are too scared to go out on the streets because they're worried about these youth offenders having a crack at them and they're, they're, they're not getting back up from their uh, senior staff, you know, the seniors in the police force. Did I see they don't want to drive marked vehicles or something now because they become a target? That's right. Yeah. And these uh, all these uh, kids who have stolen cars are just are deliberately ramming them, making them, tar- as you say, targets. And even yesterday, I remember we were talking about that, uh, was it Senior Sergeant Otway down the coast? Down the coast. Who's looking at their sanctioning him and uh, and of course... The police union is furious and calling on Commissioner Katerina Carroll to intervene. Mm-mm. Let's go straight to the top. The bloke who's never afraid to speak his mind. Ian Levers, President of the Queensland Police Union. Hello and welcome back, mate. Good morning, team. How you going? Yeah, really well. Reports that police officers are chucking more sickies than ever because they, quite simply, don't want to go to work, Ian. Oh, look, I've got uh, no doubt that... Uh, Police are feeling in the pinch because we're doing all the heavy lifting for every other government department, and I'm really starting to struggle with that because, uh, you know, everyone else is funded. You've got state and Commonwealth departments, but as you move out, you know, police are the only 24/7 agency who do most things. All, all other government departments shut their doors at five o'clock. The police seem to say our hands are tied. It's the mm. magistrates' fault. The bail laws. The government are saying, oh, we can't really do anything about it. So, we, how do we do that here? It's interesting. I said within recent times, we don't have a bail problem, we have a judge problem. They need to get in touch with reality and the average Queenslander. Thank you. These latte-sipping judges who live in the inner-city, wealthy suburbs of Brisbane need to see what it's like to resonate with the average Queenslander and the average battler. So that's a start. But on a positive note, the government... uh, I've asked for them to extend the uh, wanding legislation so that'll go to all shopping centres. Now, it's like going to uh, major sporting events. If you go in, you get searched because you can't take weapons in. So, sadly, we've got to spread that in the shopping centres. I think that will need to go further. Ankle bracelets for every young criminal who gets bail. We spoke to a guy and he was nominated as uh, one of the Queensland, oh, the Australians of the Year via Queensland. Marco, his name was, down the coast. Men of business. Up, got an academy he started up. So he was Queenslander of the Year. He's raised a million dollars to be able to fund a project on the Gold Coast where he can build like a, a rehabilitation almost centre. Like he Facility. just said, you know, yeah. like through cooking, through activities, um, through love, through care, these boys need someone to put their arms around so, them. So what we're saying is short term, get them off the streets and Long term, someone like him, or if they're Indigenous, maybe send them back onto uh, Elders Out Bush or whatever. These are programs that should be instituted in the short term, but they seem to go, oh, let's stop people selling knives. That ain't going to do anything, Ian, because people can grab them from home. We're on the same page. We've got to have long-term solutions yep. for generational change. And no longer can young people just go to the traditional schooling or education environment, sit behind a desk. They need to get other skills. And you know what? When they start to work, they have other skills, they earn a wage, they see that working's not too bad and they can have a good life. So he's got uh, a long-term vision, which is what we need to start have it happening because the problem I'm struggling with when you've got state and federal governments, they all give money to all these organisations out there. No one knows where the money's going. Oh, there needs to be an right audit on. done of that immediately. Mm-hmm. So we can look at programs like Marco's got, and I'm working on one as well, to see if we can get some change. Isn't it funny, you've got blokes like Marco and I, my traditional role is not to necessarily do that, but yeah. we're trying to come up with solutions, and we have others who are doing nothing. And I say to our politicians on both sides, Work with us, listen to those on the ground, those on the front line, because the wanding legislation, I've got that, the government's starting to lead now. There are other things I recommended, the aerial support in Townsville. That's happening. We're toughening up on the judiciary. 
this is the lead of the police union because I'm listening to my people and also members of the community about what they want. I, I wish others would follow the, you know, not follow. I'm glad they're following my lead. But come up with ideas. Keep these fighting, other mate. It's worthwhile. Ian, you're one of the most clear voices in, a, in Queensland. Keep going, mate. Marco Renai is his name, Ian. Men of business. Get in touch. You two could really do Bloody some damage in, in a good way. We're you on could, the same page. It's giving yeah. youths a future. The funding that you could get from fining the parents of these youth criminals too could fund, you know, facilities like that. Yeah. A lot Start of fining money. the parents. Yeah. A lot of them don't have all any money. money. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'll be leaving some of these parents in charge of a house brick, let yeah. alone a child. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know. All right, Ian. Mate, thanks for your time. Cheers, Always mate. happy to talk to you. President Queensland Police Thank Union. You. Good on you, buddy. Thanks. Triple M.